The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. This episode of the Stock Insiders podcast with me, Oriel Morrison, is sponsored by Barclay Pierce Capital, a leading Australian corporate advisory and equities trading firm. Focused on your vision, Barclay Pierce specialises in making it a successful reality. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. Now, you know those bots that you sometimes chat with, they're often on your bank's website or your insurer's websites or or even, you know, if you're doing e-commerce, if you're shopping online, um, if you're tired of waiting for a human to talk to, or they just pop up and ask you if you need some help. Well, today we're talking to someone who knows quite a lot about that. Eden Schmorick joins us now, the CEO of Crowd Media, which is an ASX listed company with the ASX code CM8. So Eden, Crowd Media, your tagline is we are humanizing user interaction with visual, conversational, artificial intelligence. Tell us more about the company for those listeners who have not heard of Crowd Media before. Well, Crowd Media has a history of over 12 years of creating applications that communicate with over 180 million people, answered over 180 million questions. And um, two years ago came a new board and a new vision, and practically the entire company was resetted. Uh, we replaced uh, almost the entire board. Um, I stepped in as uh, CEO in September 2021. And uh, we replaced more than 50% of our staff in our offices in Amsterdam and Barcelona in order to reposition the company as a tech company. We've built a technology that solves a very simple but complicated problem, um, which is when businesses want to be online, and everybody wants to be online. It's 2022, about to be 2023. They want to reduce the amount of staff and to increase their online reach. So they implement tools like chatbots or frequently asked questions in order to deliver information, support their clients, even try and sell. And the problem is that they lose the human touch, which is very important in a business, especially in sales. And chatbots do not convert sales. And with them trying to support users using those tools, they are losing customer satisfaction. They are losing their brand identity. They are getting lower or, or, or less good product reviews. And again, they do not convert sales. And we solved that problem with some very cool technology that enables any business at any part of the world. Doesn't matter if it's in a very developed place with a good 5G network or in a a place in a faraway continent with barely 3G. We enable them to humanize those business interactions, to sell, to onboard their own employees, to support, to communicate online with the digital human. This digital human could be someone that resonates with their brand. For example, if it's a bank, it could be someone that looks like a banker with a tie and and some glasses. Um, If it's a gym, it could be a bodybuilder. And if it's a... If it's a lollipop shop, it could be the lollipop salesman. Um, and, and it could be someone that looks like them or looks like something that they think their brand transmits, represents, but it could also be them. And we can very effectively clone a face and a voice and put them on a web page. So you go online and imagine yourself going you know, to Nespresso's website and, and interacting on a one-on-one conversation with George Clooney or 
you go to a new workplace and you have your digital onboarder that walks you through everything that you need to know instead of a very bulky Excel file in the best case scenario or in the worst case scenario, and we've seen some things like that, a very big printed out book. Um, another use case that the technology could be used for is for um, converting users, um, landing pages. You get an email or you press a banner, you get to a landing page that once uh, you see a picture um, that tells you about a product or, or an opportunity and you fill in your details. The call to action is to get your email or to provide you with a coupon code. These some sorts of landing pages um, are subject to budgets of billions of dollars daily and they have very low conversion rates. And with a digital human, with a face, with a voice, with something that looks like emotions, that looks at you and, gener and, and engages with you in a conversation, conversion rates would be higher. And we are able to do this already, and we are able to commercialize this already. Now, I've mentioned two or three um, use cases, right? And we have uh, shown the market... Um, that we have done use cases across multiple verticals. Now, it's not that Crowd is trying to be some sorts of a multi-vertical company that um, wants to get multiple um, vertical expertise. No, we're creating a platform. We're creating and we're providing technology. And by doing so, we allow businesses to use their own domain, to be there, they are the domain specialists, and to use our technology to communicate with their clients, to communicate with prospective clients, to communicate with employees. It's interesting you talk about conversion there, Eden, and I have to say that, um, you know, if you put George Clooney in front of me, you'd probably be more likely to convert a sale um, from me uh, than you would without George. Um, so you are in the process of changing the name of the company as soon as you get shareholder approval. So, so talk us through that. Correct. Well, as I mentioned, the company has been basically reset. It's a new company. There's completely, almost completely a new board. Um, the, the CEO, the entire executive management has changed um, in the last uh, 18 months. And we have changed the purpose of the company. CMA crowd carries a lot of history um, with it. And the company has done some great things before. But now the company is a tech company. And um, a, a major part of the, the company's image um, is its name and its branding. And Crowd Media, the name, um, um, is something that we want to leave behind with a lot of respect for the great history and the great people that worked for and the products that came out from this company. But now we feel that we are positioned in a very good place in terms of a team, in terms of a product, in terms of our balance sheet. Um, we have um, um, basically cleared our balance sheet completely. Um, we are um, operating cash flow positive. Um, operationally, we're basically break even, which means we operate in a very responsible, strict financial discipline. Um, and um, we want to first and foremost attract new clients to the technology and reset everything. And um, uh, UNITH, UNT would be the ticker, UNITH, uh, will be the the new name that we have uh, applied for uh, for change and shareholders would approve it. I hope um, November thirtieth in our annual general meeting, and um, we intend to um, to to do this rebranding as fast as we can after we get approval um, to position ourselves as a tech company for our prospective clients first and foremost. Second, for our investors to attract new 
tech-oriented investors that understand what are they investing to, what are the timelines that are required to roll such a product. And third, to attract new employees, we hire a lot of engineers and engineers are hard to get. And um, uh, we want them in line with a tech brand. Employer branding is something very important these days. And uh, we believe the rebranding would serve those three purposes. Mm, okay. Now, uh, talk to us about the specifics of, of CrowdMeter. I mean, you've talked a, a little bit about your avatars and, and so forth, and and this is your, your talking head platform. You, you've started to commercialize. You, you set your targets a couple of years ago or a, a year or so ago, and you, you started to commercialize this year. Why do you feel that it's working so well? And what's the next step in the commercialization process? Well, as part of the restructuring, we're building credibility towards the market. And um, by doing so, we have uh, first showed that, hey, we have developed a platform that works. We've proved that it works by getting market traction. And we've signed some clients from different fields. Um, I think the peak of that was um, around two months ago or a month and a half ago, in which we have announced um, that one of the biggest companies in the world, that unfortunately we cannot uh, disclose their names, but it's one of the big five tech companies. So you can narrow down that list. um, uh, Licensed three talking heads. So it means that one of the biggest tech leaders in the world looked at our technology and said, oh, that's interesting. We want to try. And they're trying and it's and they're paying. And this is a deal that is constructed in order to be a, let's call it a, a marriage and not a not, not just a one night stand. So we're, um, uh, we're with them for two years. There is an opportunity for them to, uh, or for us to upsell this technology and and, and be uh, more in touch. Of course, there is a huge financial opportunity there. Um, but for the essence of it, we have showed traction. And uh, we have done this not only with them, but also with partners, with advertisement partners, and we've showed revenue. And um, um, this is, again, a part of first showing that we're doing something that is right. We're building a technology that people need and want to use. We're rebuilding a team. We've rebuilt a team and a financial discipline in a company um, uh, that supports that. And we're showing that to the market together with forward and future planning. And already in April of last year, we have uh, instead a, a plan. And we are we have showed the market and our shareholders and everybody that we are going through that plan and we um, are reporting back um, to shareholders all the time and we show them exactly what we have done if we have uh, over delivered and when we're happy to announce it and we have I'm, I'm happy uh, that we that we did in most cases and if there is something that we've chose to uh, put down the pipeline we're doing this as well and this is an agile environment and, 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 and while doing tech, especially doing technology and being some sorts of in this startup structure in 2022, it's not the best time to be a tech company or definitely, <laughs> um, definitely not a publicly traded uh, tech company in the ASX. It's hard times and uh, we need to be responsible. We need to show that we're credible and we need to show market traction and we're doing all of those. Happily enough, we have raised capital in the right time so we feel comfortable um, um, operating and continue our plan uh, um, with uh, for the future and uh, we're happy where we are. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. It's a really hard time. It has been for the almost the entirety of this year for, for tech companies on a global level who are, who are listed. So I'm sure those listeners will understand exactly what you mean when you're talking about being a, a difficult time to be a listed tech company. Now, t- tell us a little bit more about your the, the, the big five tech license because I know, you know, obviously a big win for you as a company. Um, what can you tell us about that? 
So they've licensed three talking heads to purpose their uh, a major business need that they have. Unfortunately, this, the, there, there is not enough uh, flesh behind the, this, this statement, but uh, the contract is strictly confidential. What I can say is that they license three talking heads that they can um, um, uh, upgrade later or they can add other talking heads. So this deal is built in a way that it should grow. Um, um, we are deeply in touch with them and crowd and the tech team and our systems were carefully uh, tested before that. So this is not only a testimony of, okay, this technology is interesting. It's also a testimony that we can process and work with huge organization and handle their data. I would like to remind the listeners that this is a data processing system. We are delivering uh, um, uh, data and we are um, handling this responsibly with the highest and, and, and highest levels of uh, cybersecurity implemented in order to uh, to to deal with um, sensitive uh, information mm, mm. now the the you the different licenses um, that you've been talking about uh, works when it comes to your talking head situation but you brought in 3d a animated avatars you touched on this before but this kind of means from what I understand that it's a much easier transition into the world of gaming. How does it? How will you, will you commercialize this? Yes. So again, as I, I think the, the one of the biggest challenges uh, leading a tech startup um, or or uh, or a tech company is uh, keeping focus, and we are focusing on the platform. So by um, announcing um, a successful test in in operating and working and the platform working on 3D avatars, it just allows us to license the platform to other parties and to parties that we didn't think that would show interest in. And I am very happy to say that uh, we have gathered a lot of interest uh, from, from parties that want to use um, our system to make their 3D characters talk. And they do this with, uh, with uh, 3D animations, gaming is a part of it. Um, non-fungible tokens, creators, also NFTs, um, they talk to us and they are licensing the system in order to, to do so. And it creates just a whole new world of opportunities and a whole new world of opportunities for us to instead talking heads that are 3D-based and not necessarily human-based. And there is a need uh, uh, for for that. We are we were also going to use that in a major part of the system with our other division. We have a subscription, a mobile subscription division that uh, delivers products to over 300,000 users across uh, more than 34 countries now. It's a profitable division year on year. It generates us something like um, around uh, $5 million Australians of revenue yearly. And this was a launch vehicle for our new technology. It has a dual purpose. First, we wanted to test and to do all of the mistakes. When you launch new technology, there are always mistakes and there are always errors to be made uh, with stability, with the way that it works. So we made sure that the first client is from the family. And um, um, we made all of the, the mistakes to be done there. And uh, we've developed the system together. And it was a very good experience. And um, it's also a growth engine for the subscription division. This is a very ordinary market with very basic applications that we monetize for years. And by instating new technologies, we took a very simple products. For example, horoscopes, one of the biggest revenue generating uh, subscription product of all times, we've put a face on it. Now, our horoscope clients and new clients that we're bringing from new countries 
are actually speaking on a one-on-one conversation with a horoscope reader that tells them about their destiny and about their horoscope. And we're doing this also with bedtime stories for kids, and we're going to do it with more interesting applications that we're releasing and we're working, um, and we're going to release them on bulk. It's not going to be um, uh, one every three months. It's going to be much more than that. And the nature of the shrinking industry is markets closing. We are able to do exactly the opposite by instating this new technology. Because when we want to um, launch a new product, we go to mobile carriers around the world. And usually they don't want new products in. They just knew they want all products out. But when they see technology, they are opening the door. And we've done something that this division and our competitors didn't do for years and is opening new markets. And we've opened the Netherlands, we've opened Portugal, we opened the UNE, and we have opened and we have announced a launch launch of products in very new markets that we didn't work before and uh, still counting. And uh, we are in very advanced conversations with many more operators in in many more territories. And the goal of all of that is to generate growth. This uh, the, we we will show uh, a very good performance, I hope, over time, and uh, increase the performance of our existing revenue generating unit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we look ahead to the next sort of six to twelve months, Eden. Now you talked about the fact that you have been raising cash. You have a few times this year. Um, back at the end of the financial year, you had just over two million in cash, and you've raised funds since then. Um, what are the big announcements that we can expect to hear? Um, from you over the next sort of six to 12 months? So first, the company from a cash flow perspective is very stable. We have uh, 2.56 million Australian cash at bank to September uh, 30th. Um, we have just finished a roadshow in Australia. From I'm talking to you from, from Perth at the moment. Um, and we've met our shareholders and we have got great responses and we see them engaged and we see them full with ideas on what the platform should and could be like and we're happy to hear them and um, and they know and I, I would like to state it publicly now people can reach out to us and we listen and we care and we communicate with our shareholders and everybody our shareholders and stakeholders in our path forward looking at the future we're going to keep working very hard on focusing on developing the platform and we will do everything by data-driven decisions so every premises, every hypothesis that we have about the product, we first test it, we make sure it's a good commercial worthy idea because the year is 2022, $2.56 million cash at bank is, is, is fine and it's, uh, it, 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 there is a lot of runway there, but you need to be responsible. Um, it's not uh, 2020 and it's not, uh, it's not 2019 and, and cash uh, does not uh, uh, grow on trees anymore. And uh, we are very much aware of that and we are aware that we need to be responsible, we need to commercialize and we want to generate revenue as fast as we can. And um, this is what we intend to do. We intend to keep up with partnerships. We intend to uh, work with uh, significant clients. We're not taking any clients. We're taking only clients that serves our, our, our way and our path forward for a platform that would have scale. And as a CEO of a tech company, especially a public company, saying no to a client might be the hardest thing to do. But we are taking clients that serves our way 
forward because we're looking not on tomorrow to announce something that is worth a few dozens of thousands of dollars. We're looking on the huge numbers to bring in a year from now or in two years from now. So um, we're looking on bringing in more deals. We're looking on building our platform. We're looking on increasing and sizing our team accordingly to make sure that the platform is getting bigger and can attract more and more clients and more users. And above everything, we're creating digital humans. So we're going to make them more human-like and we're going to make more interactive conversations in, richest, in the richest verticals that we choose. Okay. It sounds like it's going to be a very, very interesting journey, Eden. And we've, we've loved having you on, on Stock Insiders uh, today. Thank you so much for joining us. Ariel, good day. Thank you very much. And that is all we have time for. Big thanks to all of our listeners, of course, today as well. You are listening to Stock Insiders with me, Oriel Morrison. Have a great day. We'll catch you next time.